Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Because it's never really been about money for me, right? right? Because if it was about money, I would have made a lot better choices. You know? <laughs> Same <laughs> you here. Some, Same some here. hella slime videos. Oh, I would have fucking <laughs> pranked a bunch of like old Asian ladies. I would have kicked them downstairs. I would have done a lot of crazy shit, dude. I'll see trends sometimes and I'll specifically choose not to do it. It's like, fuck that thing. I'd be dead in three years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I am Nikki Limo. And hello, my name is Steve Green. And today we are joined by our lovely guest, one of our favorites, David. A beautiful man. Anthony oh, So. Anthony. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> what, my what, fucking what is name, your middle name? David Allen So. It's my Korean is it name. Allen? No. What is it's, it? Well, if, I guess if you translate it, it's in cook. But the funny shit is, in Vietnamese, uncooked means eat shit. So <laughs> that was great. Damn. And, I, and also, I was fat, so fat so was another nickname. So that was fucking fantastic. David eat shit wow. so. Yeah. I had to sit down with my parents and be like, you know, what the Nikki fuck? Nikki was Limos Nero, which is beggar of money. Yeah, in Spanish. Really? Yeah. Yo, I found out so many interesting interesting things about her on JK News, about how many times she's almost been raped and kidnapped. Oh, my God. You make poor life choices. Okay, well, I don't know if they would have raped They me. would have raped the Wait, living... Wait, what's the rape part? No, the, remember I told you how I almost got kidnapped? Yeah. Yeah. That guy would have raped the I living don't know, daylights maybe he would have sold me to somebody... That's to true, get he could have sold Oh, her. so somebody else would have raped you then, yeah. yeah. Either way, poor choices. passed you off. Literally... Guy buys her Yo, ice cream. It didn't happen, David. He bought you ice cream. That's the biggest, oldest sign of kidnapping ever. I was ever. 17, and the minute he wanted me to go into a dark parking lot, I said no. That was after he Wait, took you. Wait, what happened again? I forgot the story. <laughs> so I was wandering in Hawaii, and I was like, I was 17, so I was like an older teenager, and I was like, so here's some shit they don't tell you, or at least they didn't tell me. Um, I was like, you know, an older teenager, and I was on a family vacation, so I was bored, you know? Mm-hmm. And they all wanted to stay at the hotel, and I was like, it's 9 o'clock. Like, I want to do something. It's also only like 6 o'clock back home or whatever. Or, um, I mean, it's the other way around. But I was awake, and they were tired. And so I wondered, I was asking if I could go walk around the street, and it's like a main street brightly lit it's where all those shops are you know we've been there in oahu and yeah. waikiki and so um 
I'm alone and this dude starts talking to me and he seems like kind of nice. He's an older dude. He's like late 30s, but I was just like down for an Large, adventure. Large, disgusting looking man. You wow. don't know. <laughs> what What did he look like? He was this- Large um, and disgusting. <laughs> he was a big guy he with smelled. a beard. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he was from Florida. Okay. Um, and but he just had kind eyes. Okay? Oh my God! Jesus. Do you, do you, do you, are you listening to this right? <laughs> kind eyes. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, well, it, kind eyes. All right, and he he just seemed like um like he meant no harm, you know. <laughs> and so um I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like I just wanted someone to talk to, and like we were just kind of like talking I love how about how a sex slave trader has kind eyes. <laughs> He could have not been that's a sex slave trader. That's called the bright he side. He could have not been one. But I just didn't want to take a like chance. That's like the judge sentencing him is like, is like, hey, you seem like a nice person, but you are going away for 30 years. So he bought you me just ice like nice cream guy. and Your he bought me a necklace. Not like a fancy necklace, but like a souvenir, like Puka little sandal shit. necklace. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I was like, that's cool. He I is mean, a cheap date. I know that. I, well, okay. I said I didn't want it. And he's like, I insist. So whatever. And then towards the end of the night, we got to the end so of the, the strip. And he's like, hey, my car's in this parking lot do you want to uh come walk me to my car and i was like uh no it was the type of parking lot that's like cartoonishly dangerous yeah, shirt like head flickering lights <laughs> the one and stuff. flickering little oh light dangling from the ceiling back yeah and swinging forth. back and forth yeah well the other thing is like he was a big black dude and i like picture like a crazy looking white dude that's gonna like a ted bundy is like True. that's who that's i picture yeah, is that's gonna like yeah. you know sell you in a sex labor a big black dude i i he just was seemed nice like he was yeah chill. he's just trying to you know help, help you get into a club <laughs> Yeah, he just seemed yeah. chill, and like he had a he he was like old enough to have like a gray beard, and he was oh. he had this like southern twang, and like it just seemed like he was just like a nice southern gentleman, and um and then he asked me to go to to a creepy parking lot, and I was like no, and he's like well I have more stuff for you in the car, oh my and I was God. like ah! oh my he's bad at pitching, yeah. I know <laughs> he almost had it, yeah. and then he fucked it up right yeah, at the yeah, end, yeah 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 more then stuff the, for you, what does that even mean? All the alarm bells went off because he bought me a, a couple gifts, you know, ice cream and a necklace, and he's like oh I have something for you in the car too that I think yeah. you'd really like. Fucked up, and gotta I was be more like, specific, bro. <laughs> Anyway, today we want to talk about, because a lot of times on Shit They Don't Tell You, we talk about the philosophy of going after what you want in life, not settling, go, like, Settle you know, going, going for that. your dreams. No. Settle always. <laughs> but we don't talk about what happens if you actually achieve those dreams. I think mostly because we, we haven't actually done that. What so, the fuck but, are you talking about? What? You married you remember? a Wait, you, you, No, no, you have. Okay, sorry. I have not actually achieved any of my dreams like in that capacity of... Excuse me. No, you, but you do that. You do that, though. <laughs> I, I just said we hey, hey, because don't, don't bring it's me down with podcast. you, trash. Yeah. Po- I'm sorry. I said we as a you know like an entity, goes, but no, I'm no, talking no, about no, no, me. No, 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 no. I've achieved a lot. You are the I'm other not hand. in the achievement gutter. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the only loser that hasn't achieved my dreams yet. My ultimate fucking should, dream. Should rewind that and see his face. He's like, what? I know. Oh he got very offended. <laughs> Go on, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So I did. Uh, I've done films. Cool, you're not the Damn. guest today. Thank Notice you. plural. Yeah. Films. Thank Films. you. Hmm. I wish I could drop a 30-pound microphone on your head right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like I need it. After not saying true, that you're true. much more true. successful than me. <laughs> great, 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 great. Cool, cool. No, I love it. Why don't you take over? Okay, so, David, as two people who have six, uh, accomplished our dreams, really, Nikki shouldn't wait, talk wait, wait. during this episode. Wait, do you not know my story? I haven't accomplished shit. Yeah, no, we know. Yeah, you just said we. Oh, sorry. Um, so, yeah, um, since you and I, David, have oh, yes. accomplished mm. our dreams, isn't it a little bit depressing once you get there? 
Because you're like, man, I did everything. Oh yeah, and this is not to to sound like I'm stunting or anything like that, but when I when I created that film with my buddy Justin, I didn't expect to get into Sundance. The film Goop, by the way, you should yeah. watch it. Yeah, nobody thinks that oh your first go is gonna go into Sundance. I'm just thinking this is gonna be baby steps. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna learn a lot from this and I'm gonna try to tackle it the year after until I It's a until, great mentality to have. Yeah, until it happens. And yeah. when it happened, I didn't really prepare for it to be picked up. I didn't prepare for it to be sold. I didn't expect to go to theaters and I didn't expect to go to Netflix. Yep. So a lot of these things were being checked off without me knowing it was gonna happen. Mm. And mind you, while it's happening, it's great, right? And then <clears throat> I think a lot of people ask me, well, why don't you go into acting too? Don't you want to be an actor? I'm like, oh shit, maybe maybe I do want to be an actor. It turns out I don't. So <laughs> you know, I think I like creating. And I'm not saying that I'm, not, I'm going away from acting. I don't think it's something that I'm going to dedicate my whole life to. Mm-hmm. So after that happened, I kind of sat around and I was like, okay, well, what next? Yes. No, I didn't think about the, the after part. So you're kind of caught up in this whole, you know, people want you to kind of swim in your own success. So you kind of you know, you just pat yourself on the back a bit. But after you're done doing that, then they go, okay, now time to go back to YouTube. Yeah, dude, it's mm. tough, right? And, and not, not to knock YouTube. I love YouTube. Yeah, it was YouTube's, just like that was the stepping stone so, before Yeah, that, but then it goes, hey, the go movie. back. Right. And, and then I'm sitting there and I'm trying to write this these sketches or these, these vlogs or whatever it is mm. and put it on my channel. And I just couldn't pick up that pen. And I just sat there looking like in my room, just depressed out of my mind. I, I, I don't want to say depressed. I mean, it's just sad. I just it was yeah. stagnant. Just I know exactly how that feels. You know like the feeling saying? of going backwards. Yeah, and I was backwards, yeah. and I'm trying to write this stuff to go on a platform <laughs> that's going to last for what? Maybe um, like 100,000 views, and people will laugh at it for a week, mm-hmm. and then it goes away. And then you need something else. And then I need to do week. something else. Exactly. But with the film, people remember it for the rest of their lives. And so I'm thinking like, okay, does, do I want to create another little, little five-minute short? What, what's that going to do for me? Because mm-hmm. it's never really been about money for me, right? right? Because if it was about money, I would have made a lot better choices. You know, <laughs> you know? Right. some, some hella slime videos. Oh, I would have fucking <laughs> pranked a bunch of like old Asian ladies. I would have kicked them downstairs. <laughs> I would have done a lot of crazy shit, dude. Dude, some of our friends that switched to doing kids content are killing it. And they are murdering They're making it. so much money. Yeah. And they're like, you should just do kids content. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, I'll kill myself. I can't do it. Yeah, that's not even a joke. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not judging them. No, I'm not like, judging good, them. Good it's about me. It's about but me. But I'm like, I wish I could. I just can't do it for the money. You know, I, I, I look at st- like content like that too and I could say as much as I want, oh, I bet you I can do that. I can't. I really can't. <laughs> I really can't. I, I think conceptually speaking, we can do it, but I personally Your soul can't, can't do it. I cannot Same. fucking do it. I'll see trends sometimes and I'll specifically choose not to do it. It's like, fuck that thing. I'd be dead in three years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is, that why it took you, is that why it took you so long to start a podcast, which you have now started? Yo, to be honest with you, yes. It's because, yeah. because people told me, oh, you'd be great in the podcast space. And I'm like, you're like, you, fuck you. You don't, you don't fucking don't tell me. me what I'll be good at. <laughs> well, you guys are so similar. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Like, no, and then David rips out his whole old channel and replaces it all with his podcast. Yeah. And then the competitive side comes out. I'm like, fuck these other podcasts. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but it was so weird because I, you know, I, I looked at my channel and I said, if you don't want to create these short films and all you want to do is create film and do other stuff, then you should do something with this channel. And essentially, the the vlogs, the quote unquote vlogs that I created was just me screaming at people and saying things anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I felt very lectured. Yeah. So you do that five minute video and then just turn it into an hour with a guest. So, mm. you know, I was like, I guess essentially what you were doing were vlogs, but you weren't really explaining what your thought process. And after a while, I started looking at my videos. I'm like, oh, you're so annoying, dude. <laughs> You know, I love when that happens. I think man. we all do that. We yeah. all do all that. Our videos. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why are you screaming so much, you fucking loser? Yeah. yeah. And what happens is too. I, I think like 
a lot of people on this space specifically like YouTube, not the podcast space, but YouTube, people take things to heart too quick. Yeah. You know, and so they're only seeing a small excerpt of what I'm saying and I'm trying to make it funny. And, yeah, yeah, and exactly. You cut out all the justification part because you're just like, let's just get to the point. Yeah. But then they, they react to that and you're like, oh, I wish I could just explain it. Yeah, and people will be on the podcast like, oh, you actually explain yourself really well. I'm like, well, what the yeah. fuck did you expect? It was five minutes. because yeah. when we're on JK News, we're doing bits and they yeah. don't understand that there's context to everything, but we don't care about the context. We're just trying to be as entertaining as possible in a right. short period of time. Dude, it's so funny when people say stuff like, dude, in this last video, your story you changed like three different words and it was dip i was like yeah because number one i'm not going to use real names of people you fuck nut <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. what's wrong with you yeah. and also i don't give a fuck right. you know they're like oh you're a hypocrite it's i'm just the a biggest story. hypocrite ever dude we all are I mean, yeah. but, I, but i've told so many stories too where it's like my brother's in the air force mm -hmm. and then my brother is also an air traffic controller mm -hmm. and then people are like wait a minute i thought your brother does air traffic control but now you're saying he does like intelligence and i was like I have two, two brothers. brothers. You fucking idiots. They're <laughs> both in the Air Force. <laughs> Jesus. But these people are like, it's sort of like radio call-in people. People who call into the radio show and actually ask a question, I think are the stupidest people. Yo, on I've the done planet. both of those things. I comment on YouTube videos and I've also <laughs> called into radio shows and won quite a bit of prizes in my hometown of Santa Barbara. I think because so few people call in, I won so much shit. I got oh, like, really? yeah, I got CDs back when like CDs were oh, yeah. what you listen to. And um, I, I got, I won a trip to New York once. What? I, yeah. I won backstage pass at concerts. And you got Dude, kidnapped there too? No. <laughs> Dude, that's why I'm scared to have a kid though because of all the poor choices I've made that I got lucky I with. I want a flat-chested, ugly oh. girl, dude. Right. That's what I want. I want her to be <laughs> hideous. Teeth. Bucked. I'm like, wait, her teeth came out straight. Let's go to the dentist and fuck them up. You know but what, then though? she I, might struggle I, with depression. I don't want bullied. her to be too ugly because I don't want her to compensate by sucking dick. I want her oh, to be true. like in that weird medium of like yeah. she's confident but not too attractive. So she just Like her confidence is what makes her attractive. Yes. But then how do you deal with the daddy issues thing? Because that makes her want to suck dick too. Oh, that's right, huh? Maybe See I should <laughs> I'll disappear on purpose. <laughs> yeah, right. There I still love you, but I got to leave. <laughs> you little shit. Yeah, but we, you know, I was I was trying to work with that, and then after like sitting there and kind of like wallowing in my own filth, I was getting fatter and fatter and fatter too. Aww. I was like, so I gained like thirty pounds for the film, and then I was floating at like like two forty. It was like a character choice. Yeah, so because. Uh. Justin's a very skinny guy, mm. and he's supposed to be this older brother figure in that film. And I was powerlifting with Bart at the time, too. So how does it make sense that I'm scared of this tiny little Asian dude? Mm. So I fluffed myself up a little bit, mm. a lot of it, 30 pounds. Yeah. And I told myself, Psh, I'm going to lose that weight instantly. Mm -hmm. Did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> Solid year of being like 260, 270 pounds. Wow. And then I just progressively just got fatter. And I was like, okay, well, you know, if you're not, if you're kind of like in this funk, let's just try to fix things that you can fix immediately. Mm -hmm. The first thing was my weight. And so I, I started to work on that. And then I just said, okay, after that was knocked down, I was like, we'll figure out what you want to do. And the podcast popped up. Then uh, we had the food businesses and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of hard. Like you just, you know, you nobody ever tells you about what to do after. Mm -mm. You know, you really do have to prepare for that. And it sounds so ridiculous, but I was listening to this podcast with this guy named Dominic Cruz. He was a, a UFC a bantamweight champion, right? And he didn't. He also didn't think about his success afterward. Mm -hmm. After he got that belt, and he went through like a suicidal stage, because he goes, "Oh shit! I was this kid who had no fucking money. I was broke as fuck. I didn't expect myself to be a fucking world champion in the, in, yeah. in a sport like the UFC." He got the belt, and he was like, "I got nothing to live for." Eminem raps about it all the time. <laughs> fucking Nicki. <dude. laughs> yeah. No, bring, up, bring up Eminem one he more time. He did not think he was going to be all successful. He was like, if I had a million dollars, 
I make the world suck my dick without a condom on while I'm on the jaunt. Yeah. And now he has well over a million dollars. I've never sucked his dick without a condom that on while he's Botox, on the jaunt. By the way, I saw his face. It looks oh, smooth yeah, as fuck. Dude. Yeah, he um he's kind of open about that. He's like kind of protective about his image. Like he got really sad when he got fat too. He got fat? Yeah, he got fat he for did. a while. And he was like, I can't stand what I look like in the mirror. I look fat. That's a line from a song. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. and Not he punches, a well-known song. And he punches the <laughs> mirror. Yes, Doesn't it sound is. Good. It is a well-known what, song. What, what was that song called? Not Afraid. Oh, that's well, yeah. a terrible okay. song. I'm yeah. not afraid. <laughs> Anyway. That, was, that was one of his worst songs so ever, I by the way. Through him You're committing them. blasphemy right now. <laughs> that song was hot trash. Wow. Get out so of here, So you're David. wallowing. You're sitting there wallowing. Before you do the podcast, before you do the businesses, Yeah. what's that like? You just kind of – you know what? It's it's a lot of like second-guessing everything that I'm doing. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, am I am I done? Like, am I tapped? Like, yeah. can I not write anything anymore? Do you, you feel know? like you couldn't top yourself? I just – Like, it couldn't go up? You know what it felt like? Like, it felt like uh, – Kind of getting getting into Sundance and even winning that award for the film felt like, oh, it felt so fucking good. I was wondering, like, am I going to feel that way again about doing this other shit? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. You know, so if you don't have a goal to look forward to, because I'm very goal oriented in that kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if I had nothing to look forward to in that area, then what the fuck is the whole point? Right. right. So maybe I should think about doing something else. Maybe I shouldn't even do like YouTube anymore. You know, or or anything entertainment wise, maybe I'm done with that. So that's why I tried the whole acting thing, and then I found out with acting, I I didn't really like it as much because I hate being somebody's bitch. Mm. And as an actor, you're I don't give a fuck what anybody says, and and I know there's a lot of like uh, interviews with actors where they talk, oh the art and the craft, and where you get to my fuck, you're a little bitch for the <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking bitch to the umpteenth degree you're until like you're somebody, yeah. yeah, until oh, you're sure. somebody with the name, you are everybody's bitch you are the casting director's bitch then you're the casting casting director's bitch (laughs) then you're the producer's bitch then you're the director's bitch and then you're the studio's bitch yeah Mm -hmm. and then finally when you become denzel you stop being a bitch yeah Mm -hmm. exactly so it's it's kind of like this weird space where i I was so used to creating things too that when i went into acting to think that i could dump everything that i could into it it, i found out that i don't i don't really like auditioning I hate auditioning. Oh, it's terrible, man. I hate it. I, I tell event to Steve all the time because I love acting, like love it. And but me on acting on set and me acting in an audition is like night and day because an audition is nothing like being on set. And so I'm like it's not acting to me. Mm. I think some people are really, really good at auditioning yes. and suck at acting. And that's why you see so many like terrible actors on TVs and, and on TV. And then there's vice versa who you don't even know about really because they never booked the role because they're not good at auditioning. But it's a completely different beast. But how is anybody supposed to know who's good if they don't audition? Because so you it's could. A, it's because, a catch 22. Yeah. Mm. Well, like, so, that's why I, I like the creating your own projects thing. Because yeah. if you can write a script or even uh, like buy a script that has a character that you think you could play really well and then you you produce your own content then bam then you can show people that you know what to do yo and and to that too it's like even if you do create your own stuff like i'm going in audition to to this fucking line like role that has two fucking lines in it i fucking wrote and made a film right yeah what do you need to see you son of a bitch like it's just it's like i i remember well, I, I had to tell my my agent like, look, I'm not going for these roles with two lines, and I'm, dri- I'm not driving all the way to Santa Monica to say, "Here's your order, sir." Oh my god! Yeah, 
if they don't know that I can't do this line when I look like a Chinese takeout guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you pretty much have no faith in me whatsoever. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's, a, it's an outdated system for yeah. sure. Like, because even uh, well-known actors have to audition still. Like, yeah. even if you've had been a series regular on TV for years, like, you still have to audition. Dude, even Martin Scorsese has problems funding his own shit. That's so fucking like, that crazy. It's crazy. Says a lot, you know. But that's what that's what kind of changed my mind and gave me a new perspective on YouTube and and like being a creator is that like hey why don't like stepping stones like you said w- because I hate auditioning so much like why don't I just create my own show and just act in it and like just have fun and like do things that make me happy and then if yeah. it gets picked up then cool if it's, I mean it's not, I wish, that's not the old it's not I wish old. I didn't have to be happy doing what I do as a job. Because I know a lot of my friends that don't give a fuck about their jobs. They kill it and they just have their fun outside of their mm. job, right? But I think I give too many fucks about my Me career. Too. And sure. it's annoying sometimes because some people don't understand when I tell them like, yo, uh, I wish I could just work a regular nine to five. I'm not telling you that because I'm sorry for you. Yeah. I'm saying that you have this ability to, to just truck to flip through a switch. Something, to flip a switch yeah. and truck through something mm-hmm. every day. I don't have that shit. I can't even show up on JK News on time. I've been on it for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years I can't show up on time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just like to mix it up. You know? yeah. I don't have to. Wow, you guys are so similar. That's why we hit it off. I know. Yeah. We mix it up for no fucking reason. Yeah. There's no yeah. purpose. Mm-hmm. I just like to do it, baby. He just likes to be late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be late. Why not? Um, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. I feel like um, I wish... Yeah, I wish that my career didn't have to be my livelihood, but for me it does. It's very connected, and it's where I derive my happiness or unhappiness from. I wish it wasn't that way, but yeah. it really can make or break my day. Um, and I don't, I just have a problem with, uh, like you said, like being a bitch, like where I don't like people. I don't like to not be the boss, dude. Sometimes when I, when I go into an audition, I feel like I give off this energy of like, who the fuck are you to judge me? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> for you probably sure, do, man. David. <laughs> I feel like I walk in and I'm like, I'm auditioning you, you fucking cutback. <laughs> right, dude. And I don't know if that's like, that's probably why I haven't booked shit. Well, it's because you've produced your own shit, though. Yeah. Like, that's the tough thing is when you've done your own things and then you go into somebody else's thing, it's tough to not be like, I want to run this thing, too. Yeah. It's just, a t- it's just a different, it's just completely different. I think the hardest thing, too, is when I, um, I have to read a script and I hate everything about it. Mm. And, Me too, all I, the time. And then I still have to go yeah. into this audition. You don't have to. I know I don't have to, but you know, you that, that first year that they were telling me I had to do everything. And then now I got to a point where I'm just, I just don't want to. Or how about when they give you sides and they're like, here you go. And it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. The context is not there. Yeah. So you're like this, I don't even understand what they're going for. And I'm supposed to audition for this part. Well, that's because, well, the only time they would only give you sides is if it was already an episodic that's that's on air that you can watch episodes yeah. of already. So you know the context of all the characters. If they, if it's a pilot, they have to give you a script. Dude, they, I got some auditions that cracked me the fuck up. So this is during the time where I was still fucking huge. I got an audition for this. Um, it's like a, it's not, Teen Wolf, but some shit like that, and I was supposed to play the role of Wolf of, of a twenty-year-old buff young debonair <laughs> wolf. What the f- and I got this, and I just started laughing. Of course, I was like, "What wolf looks like me?" <laughs> <laughs> I had, dude, I was I was two hundred seventy pounds. My wow. acne was crazy, just greasy as fuck. And I'm reading these lines, and I'm supposed to play like this young twenties guy that's sitting across from his his young lover, and I'm begging her to stay. That I love her so much. What? Like, are you kidding That's me awesome. right now? And I'm I'm supposed to say these lines like, uh, like I um, 
I'll do anything for you. I swear. <laughs> maybe you had a really uh, young buff headshot. Did you have a young buff Absolutely headshot? Not. Maybe they're fucking playing a prank on you. Know. It's like it's like I I just wanted to let you know, Carol. I love you so much. Woof woof. Yeah. And they're like, can you actually just bark, please? Yeah. I'm like in this audition, like you guys got me you so got good, me good, you stupid sons of bitches. And I'm just like, definitely, I'm not supposed to play this role. And the person that got it looks like he should have had it, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. Like a Zac Efron. Kind of. I feel like they, exactly. they have like a cute, uh, like a quota. They have to bring in a certain amount of people or something, you know. You know what people don't even know? Like when they cast these shows, um, they already have their deck of people that they want yeah. to take these roles. And so when people auditions for for these roles, they're already backup backup plan C. Yeah, they're so, they're like auditioning to be in the deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why that's why they have the uh, your your callbacks. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're not doing it so. Oh, maybe they can't do this line. They're like, well, let's have them audition again so we weed these people out just because we'll see if Plan B is gonna work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're like Norman Reedus just said no, so we can go to the deck now. Yep. Like that's the shit they do all the time. And it's it is kind of obnoxious. Like it is I, because I, you're not getting paid for any of the auditions. It re- it like interrupts my whole day because if I had a production scheduled, like if we're, I'm trying to stay on schedule with YouTube videos or or whatever, if I'm on JK party that day and I have to cancel for the audition, and then I have to drive across town to say the two lines like you were yep. talking about, and then I know that there's like they already like kind of. Like have yeah, people it, that they want. There's a point one percent chance you even get it, and I one hundred percent. And then they put you on hold or on a veil if you get it, but then you didn't get it yet, and then they can still say no to you. It's like shit. You can even still shoot something, then they go reshoot it without <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's just fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Well, uh, Back to the Future. You know, Michael J. Fox. They yeah. shot like almost the full movie with another dude. What? Eric, Eric yeah. Stoltz. Yeah. And Very then famous. You, story. you would never know him. Because... Dude, there's some sad stories. Like I, <laughs> I, I read up about. Um, the first episode of Friends, there was a girl who played uh, one of the main main characters' uh, ex-wife that t- turned out to be a lesbian. Her name was Carol. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that girl, I, I, I went back and I, I was watching the show again. In the second episode, the girl changed. I was like, wait, oh, wait, there was a different girl in the first episode. Mm-hmm. So I looked her up. It turns out she decided to leave that show because the role wasn't big enough for her. And so she went on to audition for another show and she got the role as a lead. Great show got canceled after a few episodes, and consistently after that, she got she booked roles to be a lead in, uh, in other sitcoms like three or four times, all tanked. Oh, oh. all fucking. So she tanked. gave up that friends money. Exactly. <laughs> so that show is still spinning to this day, and Carol has to be in a, at least like fucking like forty episodes or something. Oh, oh my, my god. god! Every Friends Those cast members in two thousand uh, two thousand eighteen, they put out uh, a sheet of how much they made. Uh, they said it was twenty million a year. Till this day. Holy oh, my God. From residuals. Each cast member. Oh. Holy shit. 20 Why million. Why does Joey even need to work? What, <laughs> what the fuck is he doing on TV still? He's on, like, Man at Work or some shit or Man's fucking point of view. Maybe he just likes acting, Steve. No, he, you, 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 yeah, but what? He loves the role? <laughs> what the fuck is he making, dude? What? Twenty Jesus. million dollars, like you better just make your own shit at this point because yeah, you can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I wish that, like, just I don't care what show I get on because after that, having that amount of money, you could just make whatever you want. But everyone wants to use other people's money to make what whatever yeah. they want. I that's know what I've that's noticed. true. I mean, like Scorsese doesn't front his own shit. That's I know, true. but like that's why I don't know. But then you give up creativity is all. Yeah. If I if you want to be in creative control, you kind of. Like have to invest some of your own money because even like twenty million dollars, right? Well, you could do anything and everything. You could shoot yeah. fucking a bajillion pilots. Yes, write easily. it out, and then one of them will get picked up. You're fucking Joey from Friends. Somebody's yeah. gonna pick that shit up. As long as you're not an idiot and you're you're like doing Game of Thrones scale shit, <laughs> you know, you'll be yeah. You can probably make anything. Isn't that like the most expensive show? Yeah, ever? I think it's like thirty million episode or some shit. 
Fuck. Yeah. Even if you wanted to use other people's income, you could just take that twenty million, put it into like a high yield investment account. There you go. Just fund it with the interest, and oh. then you're good. You're not even using your money. It. Look at that. You're responsible. Yes. Yes. Fuck. She you. knows the shit. That is fucking responsible as shit. It's, it came from years of almost being kidnapped. I, now I'm a very responsible person. Kidding. Yeah, I just I, I look at some people with like an absorbent amount of money, and I'm like, dude, they, they always say the same shit. It was like, oh, I don't really feel bad for me. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm like, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what I would do. <laughs> yeah, me too. I could plan my whole life that's out right now. That, you know what? That's it's so funny you say that because creatively for me. Everything that I want to do right now creatively is at a scale that I can't afford yet. Yeah, that's it's so fun. When I used to shoot sketches with this dude named Daniel, right? He goes, Hey, what do you want to change in the script? Like, because it doesn't seem like you're really happy with it. I was like, mm, You know what it needs? Money. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Right. It needs money. People always tell me, like, Bring back real life showing all this shit. And I'm like, Dude, you have no idea how much it used to cost me to make that shit. And then now with YouTube, I can't even monetize that shit really. So I would need. <laughs> To have the budget to do exactly what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. People people say things really easy. And, that you should go back to sketches. Oh, yeah. are you going to pay for that? Right. Because that's just fucking the, You expensive. set the bar too high. Yeah. This is a thing. I used to think because I started YouTube doing sketches on other people's channels and they had like all kinds of really fancy equipment. I didn't think I could do my own YouTube channel because it would have to be sketches. Uh, I had no idea that vlogs could be fun or to make or like cool like I'd be cool with it because I'd always just done acting and so that's what took me forever because people were like you should upload on your channel I'm like I can't I don't know I don't have the resources to upload on my channel and I'm, and I'm so fucking dumb sometimes because I, I started doing stuff to the point I'm a very spiteful human being so really? oh, me too. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it fuels me David it gives what? me purpose David <laughs> so I started doing shit like you know like these mukbangs were really popular yeah. right and it's a very easy format you just eat and you talk I'm like cool we've done a few yeah, yeah. And, right it's mukbangs. a really cool format and I'm like well fuck those things I'm gonna set up three fucking cameras I'm gonna light this bitch <laughs> up I'm gonna feature three different restaurants and I'm gonna eat that shit all in one day I burnt out in a month yeah, <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. yeah. so it was an ordeal dude that's funny man I was like dude I'm gonna shoot this all flat I'm gonna recolor everything we were just talking about that we're He's like, I'm doing mukbang the movie. You'll yeah. see. <laughs> and I gotta do it. And I went back and I looked at it. And I was like, dude, you are so fucking dumb. You, the people that are big in mukbangs, they just record on their iPhones. If like that. it's not even. Oh like, my god, like webcams. Yeah. Like, what did it do? It cost me more money than I made from it. Like, yeah. what did I do? Yeah. You know. But it just, I gotta be satisfied. Like, yeah, even, yeah. Even like you said too, like you get three different restaurants and shit. I'm like, dude, half of these things are IHOP and Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I love I, it. I'm looking for the. It was like I, I, I did something called top three so it's the top three best sandwiches in la from my opinion mm. oh. and it's it's expensive yeah <laughs> it's so expensive yeah you and know I, what it is is people just want to see like the shit that you're talking about i hop and stuff because it's mostly like people that are on restrictive diets yep. and they just want to see someone enjoying themselves and eating like whatever the fuck they want to eat what they wanted to eat oh it's the yeah. top three sandwiches in la they're like i don't know they're what like, that is i've never that. had that before yeah oh. i want i want to eat taco bell right now but i'm not allowed pizzas and i can't eat 50 pizzas because yeah. my my doctor said that i might diabetes will spike you know dude no matter how much weight i've lost like i'm still if she fucking burned my ass on jk news yesterday <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny that shit like made me laugh let's so get hard. her back like, right now what do you want to do <laughs> let's, like, let's get her back dude. but she she burned me so bad i had nothing to say i was like fuck the 
that shit was good. And I just had to, I just let it sink in because we were talking about what's your favorite snack, and I was like, is ice? We were cream like Doritos, you know, chips. And he goes, is ice cream a snack? And I was like, that was such a fat kid thing to say. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is butter a snack? And I was like, <laughs> he was dang. Like, I was like, damn, that shit was That's good. Pretty dude. good. I should let that sink in for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you have to sit there. I wish you could hold up a mirror and look at yourself at that moment. <laughs> just, yeah. You stupid fat fuck. Damn. And I would have sang the Eminem song and I would have punched the mirror. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, we are going on break right now, but when we come back, we're going to talk about David's fat times and his journey to Road to Redemption and back to creativity when we return. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. These days, you can't go anywhere on the internet without running into the most horrible takes. You know, your good old-fashioned homophobes, or your self-proclaimed alpha males, who are writing two-page articles titled, How to Score the Perfect Female in 10 Days. If you are just as sick of these outdated takes as we are, you will love our podcast, Outspoken, hosted by me, Sam Collins, and my incredible partner, Shannon. We are an LGBT couple who have seen it all, been called it all, and are ready to take on the never-ending world of outrageous online opinions. Each week, we bring you the most ridiculous videos, hot takes, and hellbent news we come across on the internet. So come laugh with us as we dismantle outdated ideologies and tear apart the most confident idiots on the internet on our podcast, Outspoken. You can follow and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are listening right now. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. 
Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blake. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Hugh- Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> so you are looking for somewhere to eat. Well, have I got a place for you. Um, it's Applebee's, uh, the one on La Cienega. The, the, this is not an ad for Applebee's in general. This is just for the one on La Cienega and Melrose. I tell you what, this one in particular, guys... When you walk through the door, they got a Street Fighter II cabinet, arcade cabinet. You can play. Um, it's it's pretty sticky, but you it's can. A cabinet. Yeah, it's a, they call them arcade cabinets, and that's what the copy says. And yeah, you can you can check that out and uh, play play with Blanca. You can play as Ryu. You can play as Ken. You can play as all the fairy Delcim, all the fairy characters. They, they just wanted to announce that they just got this Street Fighter II cabinet, <laughs> and an they Applebee's? are very stoked about it. Yeah, the Applebee's on La Cienega and Melrose. I don't even particular. think there's an Applebee's there. There is, actually. There's not. It's That's where the Beverly Center is. Well, yeah. Um, well, that's not what I have on the on the info. So oh, hopefully, okay. you know, hopefully they gave it to us right. But anyway, they just wanted to let you know that they do have a new, well, it's, a, it's an old Street Fighter II cabinet, but they didn't have it before and they have it now. Well, sick. I didn't know there was an Applebee's there. It's <laughs> pretty sick, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back. Uh, David. <laughs> Are those actual ads? Are you yeah. fucking around? No, right really, now? man. The yeah, this Applebee's, this, this manager, he wanted to get on the, he wanted to get a that plug is, on the show. That is. <laughs> and he, well, he was like, he was like, how do I reach your guys' audience? Because like we have like an audience of like adults, mm-hmm. and I was, and we we told them they love gaming, like older gaming. And so he got, he bought a Street Fighter Two cabinet for that Applebee's for the spot. Applebee's yeah. hit me up. I actually love Applebee's. See, there you go. Applebee's. Sizzlers and Applebee's. Me too. I love the Sizzler, bro. We're and Chili's, about soft man. Serve there. Chili's, I could fuck up with Chili's. It's it's weird because I feel like there's a lot of like food snobs out there, right? Oh yeah. So when they when they kind of eat amazing food, they're like, oh, I don't eat that stuff anymore. I'm like, you trash bag. You would so eat that stuff, you <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Like, you definitely would eat. You you can't eat a burger. No, it's I, a right. burger. You know what I mean? Like they, they somehow elevate themselves past the food they ate when they were a kid. Yeah. No way. I like the people who are like, I only eat In and Out burgers. Oh and I'm God. like, you're fucking boring, dude. <laughs> you know how boring you are to hang out with and to talk to? Like, I've never been, like, let's say on set, and then somebody, they have, like, Burger King fries or some shit. I'm like, oh, God. No, <laughs> I, I'm taking that home with me, and I'll fucking refry it. <laughs> the, only, the only fries that I'm too good for are In-N-Out fries. So, those uh, see, are, those are like a 50-50 thing for a lot of people, right? Because some people fuck with them. Some people I don't. I hate them. Yeah, see? I hate them. We hate them. When I was a kid. That's how you know that's your marriage partner. So when I was younger, yeah. I didn't like them as much. I like them now. Why? Let me, let me tell you, you something. You got boring. <laughs> yeah, it's because you got boring. <laughs> no, it's because well, well, I kind of put the the cheese and the grilled onions and everything over it. Okay, so, so maybe you, it's oh, a little dude, bit animal, animal style. Come yeah. on, that doesn't count. You're not tasting the You're fries. You're trying to cover up the Those taste of the fries. Those trash fries. They I taste like just raw potatoes. They just taste Ugh. like like they're air. cooked. You sons Ugh. of bitches. I don't care. They we don't cooked in what? Cooked in fucking we invisible air. Over our hate of In and Out French fries. <laughs> remember when she, she hasn't done anything in her life? Remember that? That's true. Back to that. That's hella true. Which fries do you guys like? I don't eat ice cream. For a snack, you're right. I haven't done any of what, that. My fat? No. You wait. What fries do you like then? Um, I love. We were talking about how I love Jack in the Box fries. Yeah, Jack in the Box. Uh, fries, they're yeah. like Chris Cut fries. The I like the curly McDonald's fries. fries. OG McDonald's um, fries. McD- OG McDonald's, but not, not the, the new ones one. where they're like ones. Morgan Spurlock shit on them, and then they're like, we're gonna go really healthy on everything, and like we're using vegetable oil now no, no, on no, these things. Don't. And I'm like, whatever. They don't. They use beef oil. Well, whatever they they used to use pig ears or something. It was great, and now they <laughs> I don't. Know don't. What they use, but it used to be really delectable, and now it's not. Um, but yeah, I also love uh, so the, the habit 
ha- I'm not necessarily their french fries, although I do like their french fries because they're usually mushy and I like mushy fries. You like mushy I fries? I love no, mushy, I don't like fries. mushy fries. And they're like mushy thick fries, but they're- Wait, what? Why? I because I don't it tastes like mashed potatoes Apparently inside of a fry she's never had crispy fries before okay no. well, yeah. they taste well, like, you, you know like... what tastes like mashed potatoes too mashed potatoes I like crispy fries but they're not fried on the outside I like a mashed potato I, divor- fried on the outside just, I, I thought about it <laughs> he likes mushy fries he's just trying to please no, you no 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 the curly fries <laughs> are front in front the of te- David what the fuck are you absolutely talking about the curly <laughs> the curly fries texture is the best fry period I didn't argue with that I I'm can't... not gonna not eat a fucking fry because it's mushy I named that first True. what curly fry is hard shut up shut the fuck up what you, wait what are you talking about <laughs> what I'm talking about there's no crispy jack in the box there's curly no fries crispy look it up curly Google fries. it yeah, and guess what? They're all soft, idiot. No, they're not. You freaking yeah, idiot. Are, are you, you kidding me, bro? Idiot? Are you we actually need, kidding me, bro? We need bro? a fucking fry expert in here yeah, right now, dude. dude. David. Jack in yeah, the box, season curly fries. They know fries. what you're talking about. The season one. Talking louder doesn't make it more crispy, you <laughs> fucking asshole. They okay, are crispy. David, have you had a crispy curly fry? I think I've had some. A crispy? Wait. And so it doesn't bounce? Like, oh, wait, no, yeah, it, it does bounce. It bounces. Yeah, you stupid it fuck. Bounces, but, they but, do have, but they have some crunch to it, though. Yes, it's got a crunch. It's on the ends, maybe. On are the you? ends, it's on got the ends the of it. There's something. Dude, Nate, what are we talking about? Nate, I need, I need a, a third opinion. I'm Nate. gonna lose my where shit. Where the fuck? Nate, go get curly where fries the right fuck now. is the McFry man coming in right now? Because <laughs> I, I, I know it has bounce, but there's crisp to it. I feel like I'm being on fucking the ends. Right now. So okay, that's what I like about it. it's the difference between mashed potatoes. We're getting potatoes. fucking fries after this. How do you this? not know <laughs> that they have crisp? That they have what are you talking about? They're soft. They are soft. Are they? Are you? Are they soggy like your soggy fries? Is what you're saying right now? Yeah, right. Yeah. They're not soggy like your soggy they're, fries. They are soggy. They're by, by nature, they're soggy. Nikki, you are going to get no. kidnapped by a fat bearded man. Exactly. Nikki has no judgment. You have no credibility no whatsoever. Credibility. What else do you like? Leave us in the Nikki comments. likes fries covered in water, apparently. No. <laughs> Jesus. No, oil is Telling what makes them mushy, fries. you fucking idiot. You just complaining about McDonald's not having enough of it. No, I missed the, so an- no, miss the animal products that used to put all over the fries, part. whatever it was. Now they did some, oh, we're making diet fries. Now. And I'm like, fuck you, McDonald's. Literally, literally, McDonald's could be like, hey, Holy Steve, we want to pay you $1 million to ad read. No. And I'd be like, fuck you and fuck your fries. That's what I'd say. So, McDonald's sponsors, please. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Go, no, go to the Applebee's on last I'm actually wearing yes. a Pizza Hut jacket. Yeah, because fuck McDonald's. Me. That's why. Yo, you, Pizza Hut fucks with you, right? Yeah, Pizza Hut and I are tight. I love Pizza Hut. Well, how did you get hooked up with that so they randomly? They randomly reached out and I was like, fuck yeah. They need half Filipino influencers, I guess. You know what it is? I think I look too fucking Asian. I don't look. Ra- <laughs> I, think I look too. I don't look racially. Why are you selling gold watches and shit, man? <laughs> <laughs> fucking like tutoring centers better hit me up right now, right? dude. Dude, you should be wearing suits and telling everybody about like how to accomplish their dreams and shit. Like, these you just fucking gotta put on some bronzers, some like tanners, and then people can't tell what you are. They're I'm like, just too fucking. Too I'm like. Uh, I feel like even, I found this like even during the whole acting phase. Nobody knows where I belong because yeah. I look. Asian as fuck, but I don't speak Asian as fuck. Yeah. And then even like the content that I talk about isn't typically Asian. It's not typically white American. So I'm kind of in this nebulous space. Yeah. yeah. So nobody knows where to put me. That's the same thing I have. So the most embarrassing audition I've ever been on is that I look more Latina than yeah. Asian or half Filipino. You know, I was looking at you the other day, and you could actually be like a light skinned Pakistani girl too. Oh yeah. Exactly. Uh, or, yeah. or like um like a Kardashian. What are they? Armenian or mm-hmm, you know one mm-hmm. of those. And then I actually modeled for Greece when I was younger. What? And yeah, I could pass for Greek. 
Uh, but the thing is, is that a lot of times, because we're in Los Angeles, so they want me to speak Spanish because I look Latina. And I mean to learn every year, but I'm just like, there's so many native Spanish speakers. Like, I'm not going to win the role just because I know a little bit of Spanish. Mm. But um, the most embarrassing audition was they, in the in the sides, they said, learn this in Spanish. So I did, and it was so bad. What did you say? It was, I don't even Como remember. Como It's always that Como shit. Como yeah. No, I did it just like how Google Translate told me to, and then I said oh, it in front no, of Gio. Oh, no, don't do Google Trends. <laughs> I didn't have a tutor. It was only a day preparation. And but so, you know what? You look you look Latina And I did it enough. in front of Steve, and he's like, I buy it. Uh, yeah. Oh, you yes. look Latina as fuck, dude. I don't care. And I just but put the accent Steve, on it. Out of all the people, Steve's like, perfect. Girl. And out of all the people, I failed Spanish the most. <laughs> so I, I did failed it, Spanish three times. I did it in front of Tiff and Gio, and they were like, oh, no. Like, Steve's like, I'm like. Choice. They stopped me <laughs> in the audition and they stopped and they're like, Do you speak Spanish? I'm like, Nope. And they're like, Just do it in English. Oh, <laughs> like, so good. I spent so much time on Dude, this. I, I went to a fucking audition. This is the opposite. So it was for an animated film where they needed somebody to speak Korean. I fucking speak Korean. Now, mind you, if you ask me to speak Korean uh, formally, it, it kind of is accented, but if you give me time with the lines, I'll make it sound Korean as fuck. Yeah. So, because I, I could run it with my mom. Yeah. And so this guy, this, this bald bike guy was like, so she goes, I don't know if that sounds like Korean enough. And I'm like, do you speak Korean? He goes, no. I was like, how would you know? <laughs> and I said this in the audition. And he goes, oh, no, that's not what I meant. I was like, no. Would you He's would like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you grab your eyes and kind of stretch them <laughs> <No>. for me? Because <laughs> you're not quite Korean enough. I was enough. like, yo, this Jesus, is fucking dude. funny, dude. How can they say that? Was he white? or Yeah, he was a white dude. That's amazing. Dude. I was like, yo, man. Like, I think I know what my language that's so sounds weird. like. That's yeah. so odd. Maybe he thought because you have just such an American voice. Yeah. That like, oh, you must be, you must not really know. Dude, I should have came with a fucking bowl cut. You should have came in character. <laughs> yeah, I should have came in fucking character. I should have done his fucking taxes. You should have killed a chicken on the table in front of him. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> started plucking it on the ground. I know. So you, you hungry? <laughs> Is this coming in? I know. Okay. Start fucking slicing the throat of the yeah, chicken and absolutely. dumping it on his table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, That's what we do in our country. Yeah, I know. This is how you do it. Bring a live duck you just strangled outside. I know, dude. The audacity of that, man. I remember sitting in I wasn't mad. I was just kind of like, what a fucking dweeb. Dude, that's how the CBS um, diversity, diversity showcase used showcase. to be. Oh, they really? would have you come in and yeah. just do the most racist characterization of your race. Yeah, they told me I wasn't ethnic enough. <laughs> It's amazing, dude. And so they, they'd have you, and they're like, what? hey. They're I wrote like, a sketch about it. That's so funny. They're like, funny. can you really go in deep? And like, they're like, hey, you're Mexican, right? You should be a food truck driver, or you should be like, like, I'm not even kidding. That's the kind no, of they shit were, they yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the first year I auditioned for it, um, they were just like, put together three characters. So I did, and they were all like American characters, because I didn't know that it was supposed to be like, oh, you're brown, so act brown. You know? Oh. So like, I just did like, <laughs> a valley girl character, whatever, and then like a, like a, some, I did like a depressed uh, checking cashier that like every item she was checking out That's made tight. her want to kill herself. And like I did like a couple characters I thought were really funny. And um, they didn't give me a call back. And then the man my manager at the time who was a psycho, but like he uh, asked the casting director like what happened? And she's like, oh yeah, it wasn't ethnic enough or whatever. What? Yeah, for no, the idea I didn't know that was a prerequisite. Yeah, me neither. We so have, the a, have you turned on the TV year, lately? Because you watch Law and Order, SVU oh, yeah. or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. And they got, it's like literally if you're a Mexican guy on the show, you're like, you're like grilling hot dogs outside yeah, of a fucking yeah. club. If you're brown, you gotta act brown. It's crazy. And then we'll give you an opportunity on TV. And I'm like, but have you lived in America? Right. Because like, we're all like, that's so fucking fun. You should have just had all fucking like Cholo and Chola characters. And, and so then the next year I did. Loved it. Yep. So the next year I did, did Latina Wonder it. Woman. 
I was I did a Latina Wonder Woman character and just like how she would act if yeah. she was like all chola. Uh -huh. Caught a call back and Get like the got fuck yeah. out of yeah. it. It's like the magic elixir. Mm -hmm. Because that's what they want on TV is they want the most racist depiction of all those things. <laughs> and I'm not even Hello? Latina. Like, but I, I knew I fuck? couldn't do an Asian character uh, or a Filipino or anything because I don't look Filipino enough. Mm -hmm. So I did I went with Latina and then that's what they call me back. That's one. fucking yeah. crazy, that's dude. dude. Yeah. I want to do the CBS showcase, but I'm not gonna do, I'm gonna do everybody but my race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, fool? People are so they're confused. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, they'll, they'll be offended. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be so fucking offended. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, eh? Fuck it, eh? Oh, that'd um, be dope. Yeah, it would be. I'm auditioning next year. Uh, David. Let's go back to your journey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, when you decided to make a movie, were you like, you said it was a stepping stone. So, were you, did you always want to make movies or were you just like, this was something you were fucking around with? And oh, then... so it goes back to me being a spiteful human being. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, I couldn't get uh, an agency to sign me. Mm. Uh, they only wanted to sign me to their digital media shit. And that's not to no fault of theirs. Like right. I completely understand where they're coming from because during this time, Vine people were popping off, mm. and I just you know asked around they, and you know people who work in the industry. They're like, well, it's just because a lot of these Vine kids are coming in and they're not going to these auditions. They're demanding way too much, and they think that they should get the roles just because of they have a gazillion Vine fo yeah. followers. And there's only been like a few people who transferred from Vine that became really successful um, in in the acting area. Anyways, uh, yeah, King Batch, King Batch, yeah. King Batch. yeah. yeah. And so you know they're they're killing it. They're they're talented, but they don't represent the other four thousand fucks, right? Mm. And so these people were getting casted, and or, or they were trying to get casted, but they would never show up to their auditions. Mm. They would have a bad attitude about everything. And so I I was put into that area. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, so you, the fuck, like don't bunch me up with these fucking. They slap losers. a digital banner over you. They're like everyone's yeah. insane. And so I uh, was like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm gonna make my own movie. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, well, let's, let's fucking do this. And so Justin brought this idea to me, like, even like two or three years back, and we just revisited it. And originally, we were thinking about doing the story with, because uh, my parents owned a black beauty supply store, but then his parents had connects with shoes and stuff, so it was just a way easier fit. And then originally, he thought about asking me to co direct it. But I can't do it. I know. I know. That's the one thing that people don't do nowadays is when they don't. They don't know the limits. Strengths of Strengths and weaknesses. Abilities. I'm like, we talk about that all the time. All the, people are so so dumb. They're like, yeah. I could direct this. No, you fucking can't. Yeah. No way could I have directed that movie at all. If I if I was sitting on set, I'm like, all right, guys. All right. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't know what to do. And I think he kind of knew that too. He was just kind of putting it out there to be a good friend. I'm like, you don't got it. Pander to me, bro. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I suck. <laughs> Go do your thing, and I'll do what I'm good at. It's what you're interested in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I was never interested in being a director. Yeah. So if that's his path, and look at him, he's killing it right now. Like mm -hmm. he has a, a film that he's working on right now with Macro. He he just did another film that went to Sundance again. Nice. And so he's killing it right now. Yeah, it's that's his path. awesome. And so I, when we did that film, it was just to say like, hey, you, you thought I couldn't act, you, you know. I could fucking act. Like yeah. you give me a role, I'll fucking kill it. And so we did the film, and it did well. And if it, it, I felt kind of like some vindication. You know? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. It was more like a fuck you, fuck right. you, yeah. you know? So, and there's a lot of people too on YouTube that do like these short films and sketches and they're like, oh, I'm a filmmaker. You're not a filmmaker. <laughs> Dude, You're not exactly. a film. I'm not a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. Do people who fucking, they film sunsets and they have videos of them like crying, playing to melancholy music <laughs> and they think they're filmmakers. I'm like, this shit is embarrassing. Yeah. I won't name names, but I remember this one YouTuber uh, where <laughs> this was like years ago, but he didn't want, he got kind of, um, big doing challenges and like all that stuff in 2013 like he was doing all the challenges yeah. and all that stuff and then he's like but I want to be taken seriously as a director oh. so he started vlogging but he wouldn't call them vlogs 
he would call them like movies, yeah. like mov- life movies yeah. or whatever. And he would do them all artsy and like the thumbnails would just be a word. And like they did terribly and his channel like tanked. But he, in his mind, he was like, I'm a filmmaker. How dare you? And it you? was just regular right. vlogs. It wasn't even like, um, like he did some, like it wasn't Casey Neistat. Yeah. It wasn't like he was doing like something crazy. He just vlogged. Like a regular vlog, but he didn't want it, wanted to call it that. It's not a vlog. It's Vlog's a, a dirty word to this yeah. auteur. He's like, I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> and it's so funny. I just laugh because Trash it's just bag. like, well, people are you. so cocky. Because this guy was like pretty cocky too. Like it wasn't like he was a really humble dude. He's like, I'm going to try making mini films. Like, no, it was like, oh, they're not taking me seriously because I eat baby food all the time. It, it's I'm like gonna, Terrence Malick doing yeah. mukbang. <laughs> 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 you know, filming it with a fucking red. That's so funny. I just thought it was so, 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 so funny. Fucking, you know, it's the Denny's dumbest meal. thing I've ever heard in my life. It's nuts, dude. dude. But yeah. like, self-awareness you know, is important. Yeah, is self-awareness. Important. I think you know that, that's why I stopped calling myself a comedian um, yeah. because I did stand up for seven years and I was very big into comedy. Everything I did was comedy. It was sketch comedy when I was acting. I was auditioning for comedies. I was doing stand up comedy. And then when I started doing vlogs in YouTube, I love doing vlogs in YouTube. But to me, it's not comedy like it's not comedy comedy so i stopped calling myself that but but now people think that i'm taking myself seriously when i do jokes Dude. like i'll say a joke and they think i'm so serious about it or i'll troll like i'll just go along with like he'll t- talk about me liking crystals and so i'll go along with it and heighten it and people think i'm fucking dead yeah, serious they think that because she's a crazy i don't crystal call lady. myself a comedian anymore even though <laughs> i'm fucking joking i call myself a comic only on jk news just to piss people off <laughs> Because <laughs> I'll be like, you know, as a comic, and then he's like, you're not a fucking comedian. I'm like, cool, I'm going to just keep saying this. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's my favorite thing to do. I say all kinds of shit that I don't mean. It's so much fun. It's so funny because, like, sometimes, like, I, I'll go on the JK News comments just to see if I could do something to make somebody mad. So, yeah, like, if you, if you even go into the videos, I'll say the word comic every now and then yeah. just so I can see a comment that somebody <laughs> says, David thinks he's so fucking funny. Ah, he thinks he's such a stand-up. I'm like, dude. I, I love that. So see, I, I think that's it is the comments affect me too much That like, because I, I wish I could do that. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it affected me, like, seven years ago when we first started. Yeah. But after a while, it's like, who cares? So now I'm just like, so as a comic, I'll, you'll, you'll hear me yeah. say that. There was a period, I think almost a month straight, where I just kept saying, as a comic. <laughs> and it's just a joke that I know, and maybe Mariel knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just sitting there just like, dude, I love that. you're so dumb. Dude, people... The people who try to light me up with the comments, they don't understand that it just makes me laugh out loud. Yeah. Like you could yeah. literally just be sitting in my silent house and then you'll hear me laugh out loud and I just read like Steve Green's a dipshit or something. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. I don't care. Like I, I really don't care. Dude, it's some so people, fun. They go so in debt. I, re- I remember this comment that uh, somebody – so some of my followers know – they, they know me now because they know me um, – since I first started YouTube, so they didn't know how much of an asshole I am. So some people will send me comments about other people writing bad comments about me, and I'll read it, and it makes me laugh. Like, uh, I show up late consistently. It's my thing. And so <laughs> somebody brand. Wrote, yeah, it's Yeah, I'm on brand. And so people said, so this, this comment wrote, David shows up late because he's a, he's a narcissist. He doesn't care about anybody else's time. He respects himself way more than everybody else. I don't even understand why he has friends. And I just had to go out of my way to say, yep. <laughs> and I, yeah. wrote, yep, period, yeah. nailed it. Yeah. And the guy just writes his whole diet. He goes, I knew yeah, yeah, you were yeah. a fucking narcissistic <laughs> fuck. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know? 
What you should have done is waited 30 minutes to post your comment, so you could have been late to post your comment. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> I would have wrote this comment earlier, but, but I, was I was late, late. to my own comment. <laughs> <laughs> See, I should have said that. That's so fucking good, dude. Go back. Go back and do it. I yeah, know, dude. It. It's you too late now. Because <laughs> I had to delete it because it started going crazy. Oh. Yeah, so dude, I was, like, I was trolling because uh, on JK News, me and Josh, um, Josh killed me in a game of Mafia, one of my first mm-hmm. games of Mafia. We played on JK Party. And I... After that, I started getting revenge on him in every game that I played that uh-huh. day. And I think for the next following yeah, two because, times that I was there. because they release over a period of weeks. Like, yeah. It seemed like you had like a really... Like a, it like seemed a, like I a hated vengeance. Josh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was in Bali with Nikki and they, they released some video. And then people are going like, wow, Steve's really racist and hates Josh. And like Ugh. obviously it's because Steve uh, Josh is black and Steve's white and Steve hates hates Josh. I love when black. people make everything. It's so funny. Thing. And they're like, he picks on Josh in every video. And I'm like, dude, I, I did it in two days. And, and, and like me and Josh are hugging after every video, like fucking yeah. laughing our asses off. But point being, I wrote like my, a reply. And all I said was, I don't think you understand like that Josh betrayed me in mafia <laughs> and for that reason he has to go down forever like it's not about race for me it's about making josh pay for what he fucking did and he knows what he did like, <laughs> like taking it you seriously like hitting it hard yeah. or whatever leave, like I, I fuck you back i don't care yeah it's it's you know when when um whenever josh is on there they, every kid always makes it about race every I time know, it's so but, weird but they don't make it about the fact that josh doesn't know how to play a single game ever it's so, <laughs> or they don't make favorite. it about how josh Maybe is a genius and, yeah. <laughs> and and knows how to play so well that he he comes across like he doesn't know what he's doing yeah. while he makes master moves. Yeah. It's both. Yo, yeah. I've I don't go on JK Party, but I I'll watch a couple of videos just to see those comments. And I'm watching Josh, and I'm like, I'm getting frustrated just watching him play. Because <laughs> <laughs> I dude. could imagine me That's being so there funny. and then losing my shit. Yeah. You know, I'm like, do you even know how? That's this why game- I want you to be on JK Party. Why won't you be on JK funny. Party? I don't know. Maybe my dream mafia. to play a mafia with Just you. Just come on mafia one <laughs> you know, time. No, I actually introduced mafia to the group. Oh what really? <laughs> yeah. So like I, I introduced them a while back, and then it just got it just became a really fun party game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so oh, I, that's how we were. So, so I was I was always the moderator. So I used to love being the moderator. Got it was it. just like a really fun thing to do. Come and moderate. Maybe we'll see. David, come I'm, on, come David, on, it's fun. Just one time. Everybody does it. Everybody wants me back on that shit. I know you don't like people telling you what to do. What's your thing about it? Why don't do you do party? I don't know. I, I guess like after a while, it stopped becoming fun. Mm. So like for me, like when something stops being fun, it just feels like I'm forced to do it yeah, now. Yeah. And so I'm like, and also too, because if I do party and I do news, that's two days out of my week. Yeah. So like it's kind of, you know, because you know, party's tiring. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It drains a life force out of you. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so because I at a certain point too, like I, because I was not doing my own things, I was just focusing everything on JK, mm-hmm. which I didn't mind. It was fucking fun. Yeah. But after a while I was like, okay, well, I can't do two days out of my week for stuff that I should be working on my own stuff for. That makes sense. And so like JK, I had to do one or the other. And I was like, I gotta do JK News because JK News is fun to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just stuck with JK News and JK fun. Party. So, and if I did come on JK Party, I had to not do JK News because I needed that extra day. Yeah, it makes sense because like every time I do both, I miss an upload that week yep. because I can't I can't edit it in time. Yeah, it's just a lot of, lot of work. And I, uh, at a certain point too, I just started realizing that I wasn't spending any time with Mariel. Right? Oh. So I was like, oh, like I have to make room for my relationship too. It can't just be work, work, work. That's work, the work. benefit of working together. Yeah. And like we just do everything together. How do you guys do that though? Because I can't. Um, I love it. We I feel like some it. people just work. Yeah. Fucking click. Yeah. yeah. And um, well, we have the same same sense of humor, and I like to play straight man all the time, and he likes to be funny man, and, and we and just you guys it know just how operates. to like respect each other's space really well right. too, right? 
yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's like the hard part with a lot of like couples who work together. Mm-hmm. They they kind of convolute work and relationship a lot. So or they think like we don't need a date night since we spent all day together. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like that's that's separate. Uh, you still need a date night yeah. if you're out there and you're listening and you worked with your partner. Your work is not your dates. No. You have to separate. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's there's something definitely like special about because I just moved in with Mariel. So I know. I'm so happy yeah, congrats, for you. Congrats. Awesome. Yeah. And so I, I assume that I was scared of moving in with her. So because when we were apart and mind you, like we she lived, I mean, she just lived all the way in the West Side, you know, and for I me. I know when I met you, you said you'd never move in with her. Yeah. I said <laughs> never. I was and like, you're like, and not by my choice. Like, I don't think she ever wants to live with me. Yeah. <laughs> and so when we finally moved in together, she was scared, too. Um. And, you know, things were good, but, you know, we, we would have arguments over the phone. And the problem when you commu- communicate over something like that, you don't read body language. Mm-hmm. So you, so she couldn't tell when I was joking. And I'm joking 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times it was just a lot of miscommunication. But when we're sitting in front of each other and I say a joke, she could read my body language. She goes, oh, that's a joke. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, half our problems are solved right here. Oh, my just God. Just for her being in front of me. That's so funny. And so when we bicker about stuff, right, it goes blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. Cool. Move on. And then it just moves on. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? So a lot of our problems was because we weren't spending enough time with each other. Mm-hmm. So we just didn't get to talk it out. Oh. So it, so it's our relationship progressed like tenfold since we moved in together. And I was scared because everybody told me the opposite. See, that's my philosophy, though. So my philosophy is when you move in with someone, it just speeds it up. If it's supposed to be that you guys are supposed to be together, it'll speed that up. Mm. And if it's like you guys aren't meant to be together, it'll speed the breakup up. Yeah. And people just usually get sped up towards the breakup. Up. Mm. And so that's why people are like, oh, yeah, don't move in together. You start, you start just fucking skating like you're on Astroglide to the future, dude. Wherever yeah. it's going, like if you're going to hit a wall or if you guys are going up, like that's what happens. Yeah. I found out a lot of things about her that I didn't know that I liked. Mm. Even more stuff about that's her. That's so like, nice. You never hear this shit. Yeah. So like when I moved in with her, I didn't realize how accommodating of a person she is. So she knows for me, like I'm very, uh, I'm a type of person when I, like even with my podcast, I go ham. <laughs> you know? I go fucking balls to the wall. So when I start doing something like we, when we were moving into the apartment and I was just so busy because we have send foods, I'm flying in and out and I couldn't get this apartment like furnished. I couldn't get a fucking couch in. Mm. I was getting frustrated because I wanted to get this done so I could start doing other things. But because it wasn't happening... And, you know, she wanted to decorate her way and I want to do mine. She says, you know what? Forget it. You can just do it however you want. Aww. And so she just let me have that. Oh, I would never let that happen. <laughs> Exactly. Wow. <laughs> so she let me have that. That's and then, awesome. And then she says, like, well, I just need a, a creative space. And so I just gave her a creative space. She has a bathroom that she could decorate and everything else. Oh, so it's mine. like the opposite of ours. That is yeah. the opposite. I think you just need someone that, like, strengths and weaknesses. Like, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, you care about this? You can have that. I care yeah. about this. I can have this. Yeah. Yeah. So for her, she's, she's very accommodating. And she could see, like, sometimes, like, I get... I get uh, frustrated about a lot of stupid shit. Like, it's really dumb, you know, mm-hmm. where I get disappointed in myself. Yeah. But for her, she just tries to calm me down. She doesn't, like, poke at me. And then uh, she just gets me to a place where I'm good. And she goes, you done? And I'm like, I'm done. And, and it's funny, too, because I found she found out, too, that when I'm angry, I'm never angry at her. Me yeah. too. So it's just about other shit around me. So she learned not to take things personal. Like, the other day, uh, I came into the house just pissed off. Uh, I forgot what the fuck happened. Like, I, I'm over it. That's why I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. But something happened, and I'm mad and upset. And I'm just like fucking cursing up a storm but as I'm cursing up a storm I'm making her lunch for work tomorrow <laughs> she's like what are you doing I'm making you lunch yeah. you know? that happened to us like just like three days ago yeah. he angrily went and got me ranch from the habit because okay so uh, well that's not that, that's out of context yeah, okay, okay it is yeah. so Nikki was like I'm hungry are you hungry and I was like yes so then she's like, okay, well, I'm going to order from Habit. I was like, that's perfect. I was going to order Postmates. Like, I was yeah. going to Postmates some Habit. And I was like, that's perfect. That sounds great. I can get a salad. That's cool. And yeah. then she, and then she's like, 
there's nowhere to add that I want ranch. Yeah, because usually the, you eat. can put a note, like, add ranch. Yeah. But and you couldn't add the She doesn't want to get had if she can't have the fucking ranch. I don't want to get the fries because the fries aren't worth it if you don't have the ranch. Your soggy-ass fries. Yeah, and but I was they're like, good then don't, with the ranch. And I was like, then don't get fries. And she's like, but I want fries. But I want fries. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, right. Okay, my bad. All right, my bad. I was trying to fix it. No, yeah. <laughs> and so, then, so then I was like, I'm just not going to order. I'm just going to wait till dinner time and we can get like Thai food. And, and well, then, no, that's not what happened. Yes. So then 45 minutes goes by and then I'm expecting food to be coming. And then she's like, so yeah, are we going to you get Thai food? Are we going to get Thai food? And I was like, I thought you already ordered habit. And she's like, no, I didn't um, because I couldn't figure out the ranch thing. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> I grabbed her phone. So he looks for it And to I tried to, to figure add. out where to add it. Yeah. And yeah. I couldn't figure out where the hell to add it. So I just tried ordering it. And then I was going to call in and be like, yo, I was yo, like, why did you order that? It? I said, you can't add the ranch. Why would you order that? I, I like, don't well, want it if I don't have the ranch. After the order's in, Fucking I can call people. and be like, yo, add ranch to the back. And I was like, I don't think you know how Postmates works, dumbass. <laughs> so then, He's like, like I always do, bitch. I am wrong, I am confidently wrong. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck ever? I'm going to fucking just call them and be like, yo, add ranch. Yeah. Well, guess what? I placed the order and then I couldn't cancel it and then I couldn't add ranch. So <laughs> Like I, exactly what I told him would happen. But I was like, I, what did I yell? I was like, I'm not going down for this one. <laughs> I was like, I'm not I was, going down today. I'm not. And I was so chill. I was like, I'm, I like, don't, I'm not even hungry right now. I'm like stomping around the house. Yeah. Like find, looking for my keys, looking for my shoes and shit. I drove all the way to the fucking Habit. I asked for a ranch. And I drove all the way back and home. And he came and back we and he beat the, the Postmates. Postmates. I beat I'm the like, Postmates you could have just ordered the whole food order And I there. sat there for 15 minutes <laughs> waiting for Postman, Postmates guy. But I got her that fucking ranch. <laughs> Didn't I? But he was mad as fuck. He was stomping all over you the house. You just walked into the habit. Where's the fucking ranch? Yep. <laughs> Why don't you have it? So you can add it to the fucking order. Oh. But I didn't even go at him. I, w- I didn't even have a chance to get mad. No. I was just like, chill. I'm like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I'm going to fix it. And then he couldn't fix See? it. I'm like, you don't know what Postmates but did I yell at you? No, but no, he no. was just yelling all over the place. But he, right. See, it's, 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 it has nothing to do with you. No. It's just everything else is fucking crumbling. That's yep. why. And I just got to get my fucking rage out real quick. Yeah. Here's, what, here's what I saw. I saw future where postmates comes there's no ranch in the bag and then she's like see this is what i said was going to happen and i don't even want to eat it at all and then i have to sit there and guilty eat my fucking salad <laughs> i was like it's just not gonna happen today i am gonna fucking fix this shit and hook steve up in the future so he doesn't have to go through this terrible situation it's so funny damn do you and i are so similar because yeah, i um when Mariel and I first started going out, like I haven't been in a long-term relationship since Mariel. So everybody lasts like a couple weeks, a month or whatever. Yeah. And so. So you've never lived with anyone else before. Yo, right? So I've never had to deal with a, a girl's period ever. Cause we would just meet oh, up, shit. date, fuck, whatever, move on. And during the period, she would never see me. Whoa. So this is the first time I had to deal with a period. So after a while, when we were going out, she would forget to bring, you know, pads or whatever, some shit. So I just bought them myself and I would put it in my backpack. And, she, and people were right. And I remember I said it on JK News comment, like, oh my God, that's so sweet. That is so sweet. And I was like, well, I'm not trying to be sweet. I don't want to hear a fucking bitch about not having a fucking pad or a stupid fucking tampon. And I'm trying to go somewhere. Like, I'm hungry. And like, well, I, I got to do. No, 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 no. I have it in my fucking backpack. Either yep. way, Take. you're anticipating needs, David. You're ready to be a dad. Yep. He calls me his kid because I have so many needs and he has them all at the ready. That's I what do. I'm saying. I'm trying to prevent that argument and fight from happening. Me too. So it's like, you know what? If you're in a bad mood, bam. Like the other day, I sensed that her period was coming. What did I do? I went to Trader Joe's. I got some fucking dark chocolate. I said, boom, don't <gasps> yell at me. <laughs> wow. and I left it there and I just fucking went away into the darkness. <laughs> That's David. beautiful. Babe. And I gave her her space. I was That's like, like the other go. day. I was you so, her. I was so full. I ate so much Mexican food for lunch. 
And then Nikki comes in the room and she's like, yo, I need to come. I took care of that shit. But I didn't fuck her. <laughs> but I took care of that but shit. But I did That's not true. fuck he her. Couldn't, he didn't have the stamina or the wherewithal to I couldn't in, move my lower physical, body. <laughs> but his tongue could move. Damn straight. I'm surprised she didn't fucking barf in her pussy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, Mom, I told you you should tune into the show, and, it, it, and, it, and this was a real good one. For some reason, what I pictured was you just laying down and you just putting your hand over and playing the DJ. Just oh, here you, go. you ready yet? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. If she was into finger shit, I would do that, but nah. she's just not. Well, you're not. I but don't you do like that for yourself. Though. I do, but I know exactly the spot, and I can take care of that in like three minutes. Oh, it's the guy that doesn't yeah, yeah. know the clinic. Yeah, And then well. I gotta guide him, and I'm like, it's just frustrating. But I know where like, it is. No, it's just like, but there's certain <laughs> spots and pressures, and like this. I know, you I know pressure exactly in a certain spot. I, I can show you. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the speed bag above yeah, you the know cavern. Exactly where it is, cavernous David. hole. I can point to it's it. It's not you. It's me. Okay. But some girls just don't come, David. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. It's impossible. Yeah. You know what? I just had a conversation about this with the friend. Um, there's two sides to that. There's one girl that I know that has to come every time, or she's upset. Whoa. When they're fucking, she gets in a huff. Like, upset. Like, she'll be genuinely upset at her partner if she doesn't come. Like, she has to. And there's the other one that's like, I know that I can't really come that easy. So I'm like, if it feels good, it feels good. And then if it happens, it happens. Yeah, that's what I am. And then I just take care of myself after. So is that normal? That's like the normal. It's just whatever. It's preference, I think. Mm. Um, Because, yeah, some girls just are used to coming during sex. And, like, if the partner knows that they come during sex and then they uh, come early, then, like, it's... It sucks for them. So, uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I for me, I'm just like, I enjoy sex no matter what. Um, mm. So, like, the orgasming part, if he, we like to do that first. So, okay. he, like, goes down there and takes care of it. And then He'll we, do the job first. And then we and have then, sex. Yeah. Because if you f- do the guy's job, we're done. We're tapped out. Right, yeah. right, oh, fuck exactly. yeah. No, no, she's yeah. not doing the job. Yeah. No, 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 I started. And then, yeah. Yeah. We're, but, we're pretty much done. But I think it's just about communication, you know? But it, wow, this turned into a really good relationship talk. Hell yeah. But um, yeah, we're at the end of the podcast. And nice. I hope you learned that, you know, achieving your dreams isn't everything. It's what it's the taking care of it afterwards. that The thing you don't think about um, that you should you should always, you know, have like a, a plan. Like what's your ultimate, ultimate goal, you know, and, and just always have well, a just goal in mind. Just fail consistently and you'll never have to deal that with it. It truly is like that sign that's like it's not the journey. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Or just fail. Yeah. I like that. Well, that's my strategy. I've been doing that. And no, your it, strategy let is me eat tell really you. shitty French fries. That's, I think that's your strategy. I think if I learned one thing, curly fries are crunchy. Curly fries are not. They are crunchy. Go to Jack they're in the Box sometime. They're crunchy on the ends, but they're like they're boingy and they're the, boingy, they're but, boingy. The, but the yeah. exterior is crusty. Though that's what I'm saying. It's Wait, only boingy because of the shape. That's what yes. a French fry is. It's fried on the outside, but I like the mushy on the inside. Hey, Nikki, not uh, the ones that are completely crispy. You know what I'm talking about? They're like sticks, and you bite into them, and but they're a like good sticks. Fry is always crispy and then soft on the inside. Hey, that's Nikki, the, do, but I like it. Do big earrings. I like bounce? it very soft, <laughs> but they're still fucking hard. I like them very soft on the inside. <laughs> it's like a slinky. He's made out of metal, right? The metal's exactly. hard, but it still, still bounces. Fuck you all! That's my final thought. Best podcast ever. That was pretty good. <laughs> Best Subscribe podcast. to David or don't, whatever. Yeah. No, go check out David at Genius Brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything YouTube. else you com about that? Just Genius Brain podcast right now, and then you could check out all the food spots. Uh, sip matcha. Yeah. We have Eat Shrimp Daddy and the Chichi Dango. And check out his movie Gook on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. It's still on there. Yeah. 
And go, please uh, rate us well on iTunes. It helps out a It lot. helps us a lot. Thanks. Thanks. And check out Sticky Show. It's really fun every Thursday. Okay, bye. Why didn't anyone tell me? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.